gentlemen it's time for your weekly dose of unknown unreasonable abstract songs from the last century very spot on very spot on my <laughs> name's dan and i'm rob and we're here for you and all of your dusty bin needs i believe we're on uh i don't even know what episode we're on we're not quite to 10 yet that's all i know we're uh, getting there you were just listening to you were just listening to big daddy love is finally found me when this started, I was actually wondering if we were about to get a nasty phone call from Los Lobos because the intro had a very um, sound like another song. Well, what's, what's interesting is that apparently the story of Big Daddy, Truth or Crew Hope, hoax. Big Daddy's initial 1983 Rhino Records album immediately grabbed the American public's fancy, claimed to have been captured by a communist revolutionary while on a USO tour of Southeast Asia. In 1959, the group alleged held his prisoners for 24 years. During this time, they never had any heard any rock and roll music. Consequently, both of Big Daddy's LPs consist of current hits recorded in the musical styles of the 1950s. So this is like a Weird Al recording yeah. everything in the style of 50s. I don't know what this is because it says side one. Doesn't it sound like... It sounds like... La Bamba. It does. But it's called I Want to Know What Love Is. No, wait. Now it is. See, it's like, it's like the polka party with Weird Al, except that it's 1950s. You can't, you can't do this. It's like, not everything is ska, people. Listen, listen, everything is ska. That's true. I mean, you, you can make this down. into ska, but I'm saying, like, everything ska is, is singing, like, we can make this into ska. Well, you, <laughs> you can't, you can't make every song into lackluster, uh, 80s rock? Everything's squirrel nut zippers, Rob. That's, well, touche. All right, let's go with this one. I think you're going to know this one. There's a girl, she's on my mind. Oh, man. I think about her all the time. She's got a name that you all know. (laughs) It's like Run Around Sue. Yes. <laughs> Play the wah 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 The cover has a 59 minutes expose. It's a TV guy. Head over to Instagram to Who the Hell Are You podcast and you'll see the wonderful cover of this abomination we're listening to right now. Yes. So, Big Daddy, if you want to hear. Other hits such as Dancing in the Dark, I Just Called to Say I Love You, Billie Jean, Flashdance, Safety Dance, 
Girls just want to have fun. Ooh, jump. We have to hear that one. Yeah, I get. Uh, yes, we got to right. hear right. jump. Well, one more. Side two, track one is jump. R.I.P. Eddie. Here it comes. Allah, nineteen. <laughs> Eddie's gonna. We're about to bring Eddie from the grave. <laughs> Started out from sexy saxophone. I like how the the back of this is also a fake TV guide with. Uh, hold on, hold on. With with shows such as the Andy Rooney Griffith Show and Smurf Side Six and Jerry Lewis Falwell. <laughs> And, oh my gosh. And John Knotts Landing. <laughs> Jerry Lewis Falwell? Yeah. That we should that should be our next band. The Bachman Turner Overdrive. Overdrive. Abbott and Elvis Costello. It sounds like the beginning of um, of uh, Lethal Weapon where uh, he's like all messed up in his trailer. I get up. Here comes summertime blues. I get up and, and I can't. Nothing gets me down. Nothing gets me down. You got it tough. Yeah, I seen a tougher surround. Oh. <laughs> and I know. Good day, everybody. Good day, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for coming out today. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. You need to burn that record. <laughs> I want you to burn that record. I want you to office space that in the backyard. I can't you see what I mean? Everybody gets Let's get together and jump. I think the, th- the here's the thing about them. I, I commend them though, because in each song they get to offend not one, <laughs> but two bands. Two audiences. Yeah, two audiences. Yeah. Wow. Well, I was kind of hoping that it would... I mean, I'm used to more of the actual chord progression just done in a different style. They they changed the whole... They changed the whole thing. Yeah, they changed the whole whole job. Listen, to that end, fine. Okay. Now, was it record deal worthy? I don't know. know. Record deal worthy. I'm not sold. I mean, they're on Rhino. I mean, Rhino normally only puts out reissues of things. Oh, but we're getting to some blue Blue, vinyl. Blue, 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 blue. I can't read it from here. It's time for the colored vinyl of the night. It's an Australian band called Shackadactyl with... It's not Shackadactyl. It is. S-H-A-K-A-D-A-K-T-A-L. It's the greatest band name ever. Go on. On blue vinyl, it's Shackadactyl. Um, Dirty blue vinyl. Dirty blue vinyl. Coming at you. Right now. Yeah. Here. Today. Oh, they're creeping in. Is the Fairlight programming again? Maybe. From last week? No, these are much newer. This is a this is a band from the last 15 years. We're gonna clean that thing. We do, we need to get it clean. Hold on. I don't know if this'll do it. Do not adjust your radio. Wait, hold on. You're right. This is incredibly dirty. Let me just give it the quick, yeah, the quick wipe down. Oh, my gosh. Don't do this at home, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, oh I'm God. watching some very offensive stuff going on right now for you vinyl lovers out there. It's all right. Let's see if it helped. 
I don't think it did. Maybe. No, I'm just saying, because I, I, I think that, that this yeah. was pre-owned by a, someone that did drywall for a yeah. living. <laughs> Look at they that brought thing. their turntable to the yeah, construction like, site. Guys, I'm just going to put this over here while we're drywalling. It's just the first track that's really dirty. No, no, it gets worse. I can see it from here. Is this album called Songs to Listen to at Fancy Stores at the Mall? Yes. How did you know? Like, when I shop at Hermes, I love to listen to this. It's called Sleep in the Water. I do like a, I do like like uh, instrumental new agey music when there's like real instru- like a, there's a guitar, you know. It's yeah, not all it's so noisy. It is. Oh, because folks, you know what? Do me a favor, flip that sucker to side B. I think side B look cleaner. Okay. If you don't well, mind. Let, let, real quick, let's just go to the center. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's still kind of dirty. All right, let's go side B. Side B looks mighty clean. All right, let's go. Still pretty mm, crunchy. Less. Yeah, it's less. Sound like they got that Korg, Korg Volca synthesizer. A lot of bass, everybody. So if you have a subwoofer, just turn it on now. Otherwise, you won't be able to hear most of what's going on. What year is this? I'm going to show you, Rob. Because I looked this up when I found it, only because I could tell that it wasn't super old. It reminds me of... um... Oh my gosh. What am I thinking of? Not sneaker pimps, but there's another band of that era that had a very similar sound to this. So that like, you know, 90s, early 2000s sort of trip hop thing. Shackadackle was an Australian. Shackadackle was an Australian. dong was Australian five-piece indie dream pop band, which formed in 2009 in Melbourne, Melbourne, and broke up in 2014. Oh, so it's, yeah. And here's the crazy part about it. They only released this record in 2013, and then they were on a. Uh, like compilation of the label so this is literally the only thing that they have come out with and this happens to be the only vinyl edition which apparently is all in blue and I want you to look at what the prices are on on discounts my goodness 
You should clean that record. I should clean it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this record's the most expensive record ever to appear on. Almost. Almost. Not quite. We still have the Bermuda band. Oh, you're right. That was about a thousand. Yeah, it was like a G. This if one you'd like is, to though, donate to Who the Hell Are You podcast. What's the highest though for this? Uh, five fourteen. Five hundred and fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you clean that, you might get the median of three twenty. Oh saying. yeah, yeah. I might, I might like just go give them a deal for two two fifty. Yeah, right. Yeah. How much road. for one rib? Yeah, free drywall dust with every <laughs> purchase. So I just want one. So this was a complete surprise when I just wanted to find out who they were, and I was like, oh, they're a one-off band from Australia that now people think is super collectible. I mean, it would sound better on CD right now. Yeah. It's pretty pretty slamming. I dig it. Yeah. Like, I'd listen to this. I mean, I am listening. You are listening. But but I would would listen to it when I'm not here. I would later... At a later time, listen to this. But sing it, what's it? What's the band? Is it like Bird and the Bee? Like, what's the band that's like? They kind of do the I dream pop. Like, I hate the moniker. I'm sorry. The, yeah, the whole yeah, genre. Yeah. Like, oh, it's dream. Yeah, pop. yeah, it's very, like, very shoegaze. Shoegaze. Like, oh, uh, it's not distorted enough for yeah, that. Yeah, no. Distor- you don't look at your shoes unless your distortion is blowing the top of your head. Well, off. I'm super, super tired. I look down. Super tired. Sometimes I'm sad. <laughs> um, A super tired rock. <laughs> that's right. That was good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Shackadactyl. Rob didn't <laughs> Sha- realize that there could be. I, I mean, thought when I say you say Shackadactyl, I'm expecting like, I'm definitely expecting a ska band. I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, it, it sounds facetious, but maybe in Australia that has some sort of deeper meaning. Here we're like Shackadactyl, sure. and over there they're like, hey, mate, like, Shackadactyl. That's, that's what we call a shark pterodactyl hybrid that existed <laughs> eight million years ago. That's right, and in still currently in parts of Western Australia. Yeah. <laughs> parts. Don't go over there. Parts Everybody dies. Yeah. Unless you have a real knife. Now, see, I'm across the table, but I feel like I see the color scheme yeah. and the hairstyle that lends itself to reggae. Have you ever heard of Little Roy? I have heard of Little Roy. Really? I have. Uh-oh, then this is not going to be good. It won't be, won't be surprised. No, not... not. I've never heard I've, of Little I've Roy. I've heard of Little Roy... Tell you how I've heard a little Roy. Tell me how. Well, I enjoy the subscription music services. And like I and BMG? No, like well, yeah. Columbia ten, House? Ten CDs for a penny. I enjoy that. Hasselhoff, Kraftwerk, no. <laughs> Falco. Um, I I have subscribed over the years to the various Sirius XM, Pandora, you know, all of them. And I've heard a little Roy because Little Roy appears on any, you know, playlist by, like, the godfather of reggae. Oh, I see. So if you put in the, the big man, you'll end up with stuff like Well, Little he Roy. looks like he should be there, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly think that this could have come out of the same production. Well, it is. This is why I felt it was safe, because it's on... It's not on an island? Total Rastafari Productions. Right? Made in jacket made in Canada. Obviously, because when I think of reggae, I think of Canada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing says. It doesn't have a year on the 
on the cover. Nothing says one drop like Toronto. Ooh, there's a song called Mr. T on here. We have. We, we, I, I pity fools who won't put that on. <laughs> it writes itself, ladies and gentlemen. Well, this is Tribal War by Little Roy from the album Prophecy, which I'm guessing by the graphic is probably early to mid 80s. He's wearing the stonewash jacket. Yeah, he's got the Gloria Estefan squiggly, Jan- yeah. Jackson squigglies on the front cover, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you can see at the Who the Hell Are You podcast Instagram. That's right. If you want to see the 80s squigglies that somebody was like, let's take this picture and just add a little... <laughs> a little... A little... <laughs> let's have a look at that. I want to see who produced it. It's not Sly and Robbie. We ran into that last time we played a reggae record. It was like, we don't know who these guys are. Oh, they're produced by one of the biggest reggae producers ever. Right. Oh, is this side A? Yes. I just love it. Side B, the track one is called Natty Yard as opposed to Natty Dread. <laughs> oh, you got to put on side... When's this over with a side B track five? Yeah, Mr. T. We're going to pity fools all up in this. I, that's why I figure it's got to be early to mid-80s. Because, you know, Mr. T, he was a celebrity. What was his big first claim to fame? Was it DC Cab or was it 18? I mean, or was it... Because it wasn't Rocky III. Because Rocky III was after 18. He was already a celebrity. Right, right, right. And he was in uh, WWF for a minute and he wrestled Hulk Hogan. Right. I don't know. I feel like it, I feel like the A team was the A team his his thing. Yeah. I feel like he had to have something before that. I'm sure. Well, we should look that up while we listen to Mr. T. I'll look it up. Look at that, Little Roy, ladies and gentlemen. Um. Yeah, I, I apologize. No, it's not on Rust. It's on Tafari. That's made up. It. <laughs> we're Sorry. not on safari we're on one more tafari alright let's see if he actually talks about Mr. T he's gonna start singing about a van the red stripe yeah. and lots of gold alright that's the end of the last song here we go I'm gonna look up Mr. T a while <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah Super slow. How you feeling, Mr. T? Can you build me a flamethrower? <laughs> I've got my welding torch. <laughs> he found some welding torches out back, even though we're locked in here. <laughs> Somehow we found some machine guns <laughs> And we'll make this plane <laughs> And fly us out of here Even though I'm scared of flying Murdoch <laughs> Fool, who yeah. put this in my milk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's always like, he's trying to trick me now Murdoch's like, don't worry, Papa Bear <laughs> So, sorry, little Roy, but we're going to talk about Mr. T for a moment. 
Mr. T's 70 years old. You, do you know his catchphrase is I pity the fool, and he was in the reality show I Pity the Fool in 2006, which I'm sorry to say I was unaware of, although tonight I'll be looking for. I'm happy to say I was unaware. <laughs> <laughs> and he's most known for his role as B.A. Baracus in the A-Team and boxer Clubber Lang in the A-2 film Rocky III. Uh, yes, I, I see. I, I, I think we summed it up. He's a, he's a nice guy. I, I, Mr. T's a respectable guy. I'm a nice guy. He retired in 94 when I graduated high school. Look at that. Who knows? Mr. T graduated? No, he retired when I graduated. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Mr. T retired? Here's the funny thing. His debut was March 24th of 1985, and he retired in December 27th, 1994. He wasn't even on for no, 10 years. The genius he was. He is. Yeah. Yeah, no. F- fan, fantastic. Mr. T. But now it's time for your favorite and my favorite and everyone's favorite. It's time for the 7-inch pickup. And way in the other room... Way in the other room. DJ Adeline will pick a number between 1 and 10. 8. She picks 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 8. Old Yeller. What's that? Old Yeller. All right, ladies and gentlemen. What can I say? We have on... Arc Records, Elizabeth, New Jersey, the Hall Brothers. We have side A is my white convertible, and side B is now you say we are through, spelled T H R U. Oh, I guess we're not have time to for all those other letters. I Get guess. in with the U. Yeah. <laughs> actually, it, it is. It looks like it does reach like the the width. They're like, like, I'm sorry. Guys, when we were printing them, we got to either change the font size, yeah. which is, we, back we, then it look, could have taken a long time. We use 12-point font, you know, yeah. we can't make it any smaller than that. Well, let's right. go with my, my white convertible, because since it's A, and we'll see if it's worth a side B. That's right. The Hall Brothers, ARC Recording, Elizabeth, New Jersey. <laughs> Watch out! Oh my gosh. Is this guy's name Jan and Dean? <laughs> of the Jan and Dean? No, babes. hope that Elizabeth is that the embroidery capital of the world it was one of them it's not Elizabeth but I want like I listen to an album like this and I think these guys probably worked in like some factory in Elizabeth all day and they're like Tuesday night like yeah we're gonna go to the recording studio and cut our white convertible song finally that's right and here it is I made that white convertible exactly and then they got a little hit this thing was in jukeboxes on diner tables all over the country all over what year is this? No idea. No one knows when the Hall Brothers were. Is Chuck Berry the first one to play that lick, or is it just everyone did it at the same time? I think Chuck Berry was was the pioneer. Everyone was 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 aping him. 
That sounded like a melodica or an accordion. Yeah. Everybody. My wide convertible. That's right, Cookie. They'll never catch me. It's it's like he's committed crime now. Yeah, there it is. Pull all the bud. Thelma and Louise. That's right. That was the early gangster rap. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, well, pull it over there, son. He's like, you'll never take me alive. Yeah, pew pew pew. All right, I think it deserves. Yeah, uh, no, a side B. What do you say, audience? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Now you. It's only about a minute. A minute twenty. Let's roll it. Spin it. We're through. More do. Oh. Oh. Did they not have a bass player at all? They did. They did, but they they had no idea how to monitor it, so they had to turn all the way down because they're like, we're gonna blow speakers. I don't know if they did though. Wow. Somebody mixed this really, really voice heavy. Well, this was probably only a couple mics live. So, like, the mics that they're singing into were picking the drums and the bass up. Not very well. It's like the Everly Brothers, are, you know, but not. <laughs> or, or this is someone who had total hearing loss. They're like, yeah. how does this sound? Oh, it sounds fantastic. Well, they, must be, they wanted to make it through those little transistor radios to sound yeah. like... I know we we laugh because now like people on the on the meter bridge they'll put like an iPhone to listen to what it'll sound like coming out of the phone because that's what we do. Back then they probably were like, let's blast it through this quarter inch speaker see what it sounds like. Now we listen to it. That, that, what do you think an iPhone has like a? It's like a microscopic speaker. <laughs> the guy sounds like John Flansburg from They Might Be Giants though. Oh yes, <laughs> as my choir teacher would say, stop singing through the nose, yeah. Mr. Schnell. Particle man, particle oh, man. man, particle man Hates meets triangle, triangle man. man. They have a fight. Copyright. We'll <laughs> stop singing it. Actually, they, I don't know. They did that one. I was thinking of Istanbul. They didn't originally. Istanbul. <laughs> well, be Rob, me. you and I. Well, you grew up in the Philadelphia area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did not. But I found something that you may remember from your youth. Oh. Congratulations on purchasing this exclusive copy of the Morning Zoo's latest LP. Oh, jeez. Hello, I'm Belton Headfirst, and you may ask why is this copy exclusive? Well, go ahead, ask. Why is this well, copy exclusive? Now, now, start again. Hey, guess what? I just bought a copy of the Zoo album at the Rat Concert at the Spectrum. And it's the exclusive copy. Do you know why? Go ahead, ask why. Why? Because it's... Now, let me get this straight. Some uh, of these are exclusive copies of the Zoo album? There's only a few exclusive copies of the album. Well, what makes them exclusive? Oh. You knew who that was. Ooh. Hello. Hi, John Chip. Hey, John Chip, De- what's up? John DeBello. Oh, he's still on the radio. What's this about uh, exclusive copies of Zoo's Next? Yeah, they're exclusive copy of the, the news about. You got to yeah. pause. Let me what pause it for a second because okay. I don't want to interrupt it. But for those of you not from the Philadelphia area, 
John DeBella was like our he was our shock jock on ninety three three WMR. He was your uh, he was stern. Our, he was our stern, but he went up against Stern, who he was on ninety three three, and Stern was being played on ninety four when I was a kid. Ooh, only one slight turn of the dial. So, but if you watch. The Stern documentary movie, the Howard Stern movie. Oh, yeah, you'll you'll Stern. hear he DeBella is one of the targets on that movie because he he ruined him. Oh, Stern ruined DeBella's career. I mean, DeBella bounced back, and I think he, I feel like he might still be on the radio. He is, OG, but he's he's on the OGL or something now. No, no, right? no, he's on uh, MGK or MGK. Right, right. But Classic he rock. he was he was our shock jock. He was the guy that would like broke all the rules, That's and then. Amazing. Yeah, so anyway, so yeah, so no, this is wow, this is bringing back some memories. Go on. That's right. Is that, you know, certain select so, like, listeners is. will end up getting a copy of it, and it was my Sally. little secret thing. Right, that's cool, but uh, what may, you know, what's different Sally about will remember this too. Well, the exclusive copies have the secret message. Well, what's the message? Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Ooh, backbasking. Wait, wait, let's see if it actually is a backwards message. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on. Um. First off, welcome back, DJ Sally. Welcome back. Your dream, yours, your ticket out. And we've just stumbled on a old MMR zoo's morning zoo record from the 80s. And we're going to spin it backwards and see if he actually did. Because we heard a yum <laughs> yum. Yeah, CCCC. It's so mean. So mean. Nope. Nope. They were just putting us on. Here it is forward. I'm mad. Yeah, boy. And here it is backwards. So mean, so mean. So there you go. Message. So, unfortunately. And now we have Happy Boy by the Beat Farmers. Walking down the street on a sunny day. I'm feeling in my bones as I have my way. I'm a happy boy. Happy boy. I'm a happy He's boy. a happy, happy, oh, happy, happy boy. Oh, you did good when things are going your way. Hey, hey. So my little dog Spot got hit by a car. Hubba, 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 hubba. It's the, uh, who's next? Yes. Put his gun in a box and put him in a drawer. When you tune into the... Oh, I'm a happy boy. Happy boy. Instagram page. Who the hell are your podcasts? That's right. You'll see the MMR version of who's next. I like the names of some of the songs. Elephant Man of La Mancha. La Mancha. That's like a... That's like the fake TV guide. Abbott and Elvis Costello. That's right. What year is this? My goodness. I forgot all about it for a month and a half. I looked in the drawer and started to laugh. 86. I'm a happy is it 86? Boy. Yep. I'm a happy boy. 86 is when oh, mullets really started to take off. I like it. It, it, it was comedy spotlight records and tapes of Cherry Hill Zoo Jersey, parentheses, The Little L.A. The Little L.A.? I've been to Cherry Hill, i got to tell you. Cherry Hill. It's not much like L.A. I mean, there's a little California in the Northeast Sex Philly. Sex in but. car washes. What you don't see once the car disappears into the What's funny about wax. this is that... Fran LeMaster gets her car I like it. Because <laughs> John, so it's John DeBella was the main guy, and then yeah. Mark the Shark, of course. Mark the Shark. Yeah. Shark. The shark only other name I really remember on here is uh, Howard Eskins on here. Who, if you listen to, him, if you like the sports ball, you know who Howard Eskin is. He's a Philly, Philly oh. sportscaster. He's on. He's like, like whammy. Yeah. He's like, it's out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, but otherwise, 
Wow. Yeah, this is super. Well, there's you know, a, there's some fake news on here with the shark. Let's let's get into with some Mark the Shark ch- Channel One news. Shark the Mark. Let's hear that. Shall we? This I, is you're taking me down memory lane. One, two, three, four, five. Track five. Here we go. One, two. Let's see. Nope. 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 Girl who was little girl. Here we go. In your head had a what punk bunny big. And here's the story I told her. Let's begin. Oh, they're playing bingo. Oh no, it's a. Once upon a time, a long time ago. This no. this isn't it. Hold on. Roxy Fall. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the record so far. <laughs> I want to be a lifeguard. Wait, one, two. It's really hard to see. These. Yeah, it's one. I can tell you what it is. One, two, three, four, five, five. six. No, it's six. Is it? Yeah. But they hardly have any. No, because they're probably segueing. Cowboy need. But they wear out fast. Wait, oh, a cowboy needs an ultrasonic microwave oven with automatic timer. <laughs> I love this a record, machine end of a day and a jacuzzi if he wants to keep a ride. See, it's where we got their twelve cowboy greats. Here we go. Tonight on Channel One News. Channel One News. They're very popular, but they wear out faster than Juan Bonadonna's hair cream. What are they? Reeboks. I just bought them, <laughs> and already my feet are touching the sidewalk. <laughs> Fran Lamaster goes undercover at That's a Herman's true. for a segment it, it, on Reeboks. Just what are they made on? Anyway? Reeboks. Then Llewellyn Giftberg chats with WMMR Zone Action Jackson Quigley. Does looking like Jim McMahon mean you get lucky a lot? That's all tonight on Channel One News. That's Jim McMahon from the Chicago Bears. Is that who it was? That who it was? No. Jim McMahon? Ed McMahon? No. Ew. Ah, ah, ah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Very good. Um, I want to point something out. There's a special thanks on here. This is the... Here is the... Here's the small town of Philadelphia, though. Special thanks, and there's a bunch of names in here. One of the names, though, is Dalen Pavey. Dalen? Dalen Pavey. That sounds like Peavy. Dalen Pavey was thanked on the special thanks here. Dalen Pavey now is known as Dalen Pavey Usikin, whose husband is the drummer from the Philadelphia band Hooters. And I know that because I follow her on the Instagram, where you can also find Who the Hell Are You podcast. So what you're saying is, is we're kind of a big deal. Huge deal. There you go, Dale and So they thanked... Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how to put this, but when you listen to Who the Hell Are You podcast, you just never know how... How much you're going to learn. Yeah, how much, you know, how a bill becomes a law... What happened, you know, 38 years ago. And also, you know, 30 to 40 minutes, you'll never get back. There that's you go. Right. That's, that's fine. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a, very few people get to hear the... It's called Recordio Discs. 
Made by Wilcox Gay. Recordio disc? That's right. You could That's get, made up. You could get a machine in your house and record yourself. Oh, yes, go on. Doing whatever. You're in a windstorm. You're in a rainstorm. Yeah. I, you know, I have a feeling these are 78s. I don't have my 78 player out. Yeah. I got to tell you, it's compelling, though. Yep. Nope. Yep. No. No. We'll bring that back to the later episode. Yeah. Let's flip it. Let's see if there's anything. Because we should at least hear it like. Yeah, something. Wait. It's really quiet. There's something behind there. It's like a choir. Yeah. Let's see if I can get this thing going. Oh my goodness, Recordio nope. Discs. No, Recordio Discs. Just terrible. Just terrible. Well, Recordio Discs are made of plastic. By the way, sorry about your car speakers at yeah, this point. Because they're probably hanging out of the frames. Let's see. Let's see. I, none of these have any... Well, this one has... This has, Whoa, that's got like... That has like a Masonic like yeah. symbols on it. Well, it says Brahms Lullaby, but it could be the secret of the universe. Oh yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's 78. Yeah, it's definitely 78. Get this thing going. Maybe we'll re revisit this in a later episode on the 78 player. This, it's a very slow yeah. Brahms lullaby. You're almost asleep. You're almost. Here, let's turn it way down to 33. Now picture a place that you think <laughs> is relaxing. <laughs> I feel. Well, okay, I forgot. Recordio discs need the 78 player. 78 player is on hiatus. I said hiatus. Only because I Stifle need Stifle yourself, Edith. <laughs> I'm on hiatus. I'm on hiatus. Well, there's a, a little known thing that happens sometimes that <laughs> when you press records, sometimes somebody grabs the wrong uh, master. What, what you're saying is incompetency, but go well, on. Yeah, what I'm saying is is someone's not paying attention... <laughs> To the numbers. That's right. And I was in the thrift in, uh, honestly, the best digging I've had in years. But I'm not going to tell you where it is, ladies and gentlemen. You're just going to have to figure it out. It's somewhere. <laughs> in the tri-state. Yeah, in, in the southeastern portion of don't, Pennsylvania. Don't even tease them, because if it's a honey hole, it's your honey hole, That's buddy. right. It is. And I do know that, uh, actually, I was there a couple weeks ago, and I heard the owner say, Oh, yeah, all the other record store guys go here. He goes, the guy from Doylestown. I'm like, oh, uh, Blair? Uh, Siren Records? Okay. He's like, oh, yeah, he's always down here hunting through my, my bins. So, you know, he. This is all inappropriate. It, <laughs> Everything we've just talked about. So, anyway, I found this Lana Del Rey Born to Die record, and I thought, awesome. I, can, I got this record that's not. I guess it's what about ten years old. Yeah, and, and and to be fair, it's a pretty good good record. Right, and I just thought, well, for a couple bucks, why not? Yeah, I'm in. But Ding. when I when I put it on, this is what Lana Del Rey I got. Speed? No, no. It's supposed to be like that. And I thought, wow, Lana Del Rey really sounds different. <laughs> This is her tribute to the Sundays. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the better get up there, I'm gonna feel 
or or Mazzy Star. Take your pick. Yeah, a little too fast for Mazzy Star. Yeah, that's true. Mazzy Star would have to be like. <laughs> so apparently, this is a Baltimore shoegaze band called like the Wild Honeys or something. Mm-hmm. And somebody mixed up the uh, master and made a bunch of Lana Del Rey presses with this on it. So, so, so how many copies do they estimate went out? You know? I, I would think maybe many hundreds. But I'll, they did say on... I'm going to check the Wikipedia. Yeah, try it, because I found some evidence that, you know, they recalled them, and, and most people were like, yeah, I really would like Lana Del Rey instead of this band. But... I like it. So they're kind of harsh and they're kind of smooth. It's like Smarsh. I'm on the Billboard.com. Yeah. And I googled Lana Del Rey wrong record. That's yeah, yeah. all I put in. All you did. It says copies of Lana Del Rey's Born to Die were accidentally replaced with Baltimore Shoegaze. What was the band name? Was I right? Hold on. Well, I'm gonna read the first quote. Okay. YouTube user Johnny Herrera Jr. YouTube user. That's like you- oxygen breather YouTube. Johnny Herrera Jr. That's before they coined the term YouTuber. Yeah, you. you, you well, yeah. no, because YouTuber would be someone probably putting. He he uses it. He didn't average YouTuber yeah. user. Right. Exactly. He said, "I really." He said, "Was one among those affected?" Oh, Let's yeah. be honest. Are you? It's not like you got Ebola. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> But he wasn't upset at the mistake. I really enjoyed what I was hearing. He wrote on the video show showing the mishap, saying he decided to keep the Wild Honey album after Wild all. Honey, Wild Honey. That's a Beach Boys record, too. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Wild Honey. Baltimore shoegaze disguised as your favorite crooner from California. That's right. Did you know that her most recent song is called Did You Know There's a River Under... Santa Monica Boulevard and the very first the very first five seconds of the song is like did you know there's a river under Santa Monica I'm like every Lana Del Rey song can now be like here's Lana Del Rey with bees stung my behind bees stung my behind (laughs) see if you're like me you prefer it when the album title is buried somewhere yeah yeah. uh, my favorite is like like, um, or at least wait till the chorus. Yeah, like <laughs> Peter Gabriel's So. He probably sings So somewhere on that record. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's there the name. Of- he said So, that's the name of the record. You know? Yep. I mean, I just like it when they don't, you know, just give it all away in yeah. the first five seconds. See, these albums have to be recorded at least 30 feet away. Right. It's like a like, the, like a hallway with a stereo pair at the end. It's like shots of a hot dog down the hallway. One one of my favorite quotes of the Billboard article about this was that it was a minor incident with major ramifications. Oh, or, yeah. Well, major ramifications for us, ladies and gentlemen, because you get to hear a band but, that none of us would ever really get to hear if we didn't go. Oh, I want to hear Landau, right? But in in it, listen in the spirit of conspiracy theory, there's a little tiny bit of me, <laughs> tiny bit of me. If you know anything about Lana Del Rey at all, the cur- most cursory knowledge of Lana Del Rey, it feels a slight bit set upish. But I'm you, just going to say that. You know what, Rob? <laughs> I believe it. You do, right? 
You believe it? You believe it was a mistake, or you believe it was set upish? I believe it by C.S. Angels. Oh, see, total great segue. Bravo. <laughs> Continuing our tradition of playing albums that were overlooked during an era of in excess and simple minds. I think the game, they're going to win the game, and the nerd's going to walk off the field like, yeah, this is right. This is the end. This is the end of the movie. Booger just hit a home run, and it's over. I'm gonna sound old, but the '80s were the greatest era. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. Are we about to get sued? What's happening over there? Okay, wait a minute. Who is it? Who's in the band? It, it's... Okay, wait, wait, wait. We're gonna do. We're gonna do something here. Just look at the cover. Just look at the faces. Does anyone look familiar on the cover? Because I say no. When you see this on Instagram, this guy looks familiar right here. Okay, but look at the back names, though. Now look at the names of the band members. No, no, it's got to be a totally different That's Kevin. That's what I mean, but how, how ironic. He should be called Kevin Porkroll. <laughs> Not Ladies Kevin and Bacon. gentlemen, on the triangle and what? Bass? Ba- bass guitar and triangle. Bass guitar and triangle. Kevin Bacon, everybody. Do you think that's bad 80s humor? They're like, yo, we're going to put triangle next to your name, too. Or do you think he actually played triangle on it? I think he did. But the fact that we have two Kevin Bacons is something I never thought possible, ladies and gentlemen. Two Kevin Bacons who were both musicians. That's right. And maybe from Philly. Where is this band from? Maybe. Well, I thought it was always because there's only one. There can be only one, Kevin. There can, there can be. There's only one. Um, I don't know. It was recorded in London, so. They kind of sound like the outfield. They totally sound like, not the vocals, but everything this else. On a vacation yeah. Far away. Cold around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. Yeah, it's. Um, put on track two. Is this track? Is this side one? Side one, track one. Let's track two. I'm just curious. I believe it. Yeah, this is so the credits at the end of the movie. It's a fr- it's and it's frozen on the frame of the nerdiest guy being hoisted up. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the game, they put him on their shoulders, and, right. it's, and it's freeze framed, and it's fading out as the names of grips are going by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dolly Grip. That's <laughs> right. Partner Grip. John Grip. Steve Grip. Steve Grip. Oh, look at that! They're fading out no, they're in the from, middle of the lyrics. They're from Sheffield. Sheffield in Studios. South Yorkshire. Yorkshire Pudding. Kevin Bacon lives in the UK. 
with cheap bus fares what and too this? much unemployment and what? somehow a lot of music. <laughs> what is the second track called? <laughs> it's called Forever Young, and I'm just curious. Oh, is it is it Bob Dylan or is it that other... And once again, as we find a lot of episodes of ours, there's a Fairlight guy. That's yeah, all his yeah. job was. He's like, I want to make this floppy work. <laughs> if you were a Fairlight programmer at any time in your life, I would love for you to send an email to hellareyouapodcast at yahoo.com because I want to get my hands on one of those things and mess with it. I bet they have like an emulation that's all digital. Oh, yeah. It's an iPhone app at this point. Yeah. <laughs> So when I hear this, I just think, fellas, you lost it twice over. Forever Young's a song. We got to hear their hook, though. It could be better. I, that I get that a, is such a crowded house or progression right there. I get right a there. Dawes vibe all of a sudden. Yeah, but I feel like Dawes got it from crowded house. Sure. The fin, the fin was the master of the hook. Because that... Total progression they just did. In case you're unaware, I'm a huge Neil Finn fan. <laughs> We're going to go see them in two months. I know. I can't wait for that. Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of another amazing show. We're going to go out on this forever young. That's right. Don't forget, keep your pets spayed and neutered. <laughs> Correct. Don't walk without a big stick. Talk softly. Take care of your boy. I believe. I would love I would love